What's up, everybody? It's been a while. Welcome back to the GFY Podcast. If you haven't checked out Season 1 of the podcast, we had some amazing guests. We're going to kick off this new year in 2020 with some brand new episodes for you guys. So stay tuned as we go through the year together. I hope you guys are enjoying them so far. Today, we've got a special episode. My friend Deluxe4 has recorded an episode all by himself and wanted you guys to hear it. So here is the first episode of Season 2 of the GFY Podcast with Deluxe 4. What's going on, everybody? It's another GFY Podcast. Thank you guys for listening to the GFY Podcast. And uh, I'll be honest, this is the first podcast I've ever done by myself. D20 doesn't even know that I'm going to be recording this. He does not know that I'm not going to have a guest. And uh, maybe he falls suit sometime uh, shortly and does a podcast by himself to just kind of get his perspective on things. I know you guys like to hear um, me talk and him talk and us talk together about things that we're going through or whatnot. And most of the time, I try to take the lead um, on most of the podcasts just because I usually bring in the guest, and I know most of the people, we have a, some kind of relationship here or there. But today, I just want to bring up a few topics, whether it be from the gaming aspect, social media aspect, or even just IRL stuff. I just wanted to wrap everything up in 2019 and um, just talk, you know? Um, 2019 was a great year for me. Um, wasn't the best year in the world, but I can't say that it was a bad year. Um, it opened my eyes a lot. And when I say it opened up my eyes a lot, it really just, I know I got more personal with my stream there. I started making way better content on YouTube. And if you haven't watched my YouTube videos in a while, the quality of that has went up dramatically. Um, and I have a lot to give in 2020 is what I'm saying. I think things could turn around. There's a few things going on when it comes to YouTube and um, Twitch and all these other social medias that I also wanted to talk about. We'll start with YouTube. So as you know, the crew and I basically got together. If you don't know the story of the crew, I think I've talked about it on some kind of podcast before or mentioned it, but I'll give it a brief description of kind of how we got together and did everything. So basically, I had been playing with a group of guys, um, and some of those were famous, turned out to be famous YouTubers later, uh, YouTubers later, and some of them turned out to be uh, major parts of different companies like YouTube and Twitch nowadays. There's some Most of those are like uh, guys that are working in partnerships or working at the head of some of those companies. But I, I was in a group, and I started playing with these guys. And we played TDM on COD 4 and Modern Warfare 2, mainly Modern Warfare 2, and really sunk in and just went try hard. We I don't think we ever lost. Um, and I, I mean... I'm sure we lost here and there, but I can't remember a time where we really lost. It was we would beat people, and instead of going for like kill cams at the end, we would just finish out people. Like if it was like 7,500 to 2,000 on uh, TDM, that was it. We just moved on to the next one. We would try to dominate, get the most kill streaks. You needed to have a good KD, okay? And of course, me being me, um, 
that didn't settle all that well. I enjoyed playing the games. The guys I played with were amazing people. But at the end of the day, I was bored. I got bored every night going in, playing, trying hard, blah, 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 and being done. So I knew that if I started YouTube, um, which that's what I did. I was watching YouTube videos, and I was watching people like Blame Truth and Hutch play video games. And they were playing, and they were really good, and they were doing commentary. And I said, hey, I could do that. So I went in, and I tried to give it that same approach. I played decent. I had commentary. It was super awkward. It made no sense, and it was just really, really bad. So um, I was like, I got to go a different route. So I went the comedy route. So I created this character off this Saturday Night Live skit, or Mad- it was Mad TV. It was uh, the ladies' man, and I called him the booty man, and that's kind of how that name came along and basically continued to do funny skits and stuff. So I did funny skits, grew my channel to around 5,000 subscribers, and still played with that other group. When I played with the other group, I met a, one of the guys there. He started introducing me to other content creators because he was like, he was in the scene and he was making remixes for different people. When I mean remixes, he would take a clip of yours and then he would remix it into a song and then he made one, made one for me and made one for other content creators. And that's kind of like the open door that kind of sprouted out. So basically what happened was, um, I was playing with him and we were playing one day and we got in a lobby and Sidearms was there. Uh, I had been playing with D20 on and off when I had it, when he had a chance to get on. He couldn't get on all the time, so he was on one, two times a week. Nothing crazy. So I did have D20 as my friend playing, but at this point in time, I didn't have him as a friend at this point. So, uh, we get into a lobby with Sidearms. Sidearms joins. He has a riot shield. He's running around. He's, really good at the game um and he's like quiet we also had another guy in our group that was super quiet and was really good too um and never really said anything fast forward a little bit sidearms tried to add me i saw his name come up on and you know how people add you goes blank has added you to be a friend blah blah blah. you get that notification and i saw sidearms for reason and i was like oh that's kind of a clean name and it's kind of cool so and i saw the kid in the lobby and he was following us and he was a fan, and he would say like one or two things in between lobbies because you could talk a lot, um, and he was really good. So I added him. We needed a spot one night. I He he came and played with us, and he kind of just stayed. Um, so I was running around with sidearms, and D20 would join us every once in a while, but we were picking up these big content creators at the same time. And if we needed a spot, we'd add sidearms to play. Um and so we kept playing, and he introduced me to G18. G18 was also super quiet. So we had this other guy that was really quiet. We had sidearms that was pretty quiet at the time. And then uh, he wasn't giggle arms yet. He evolved into giggle arms. And then we had G18. And G18 was dead silent. Crazy good. Still the best gamer I've seen overall. And I've told everybody that since day one. G18 is the best gamer of all games combined that I've ever seen. And I will continue to say that. So he picks up a game. He's always really good at it. Now, a lot of people are really good at one game or the other, but they can't cross-platform. They can't go from a console to a PC and then be good at all these different games where G18 can. So I was like, G18 is the best player I've ever seen. And I remember getting in confrontations with people saying, because we used to try hard on Search. After I got quit playing TDM with those people, I started playing Search. When we started doing that, we also um, when we picked up G18. 
Uh, D20 started coming around a little bit more. So we had me, G18, sidearms, and D20. And so that's where people talk about, hey, you guys have a tree, and on your side of the tree deluxe, it's you four. And I'm like, yeah, because that's kind of where we started. And at the same time, on their side, Jehovah and Shadow were friends because they had started a channel that was kind of like, you upload one and I'll upload one. I don't know the whole story exactly, but that's kind of how it was going over there. Speedy had been friends with Jehovah, but Speedy wanted to uh, meet me. So the guy that was making the remixes introduced me and Speedy together one night, and um, we didn't have any room for any of Speedy's friends at the time, and I think he was friends with Jehovah and maybe Shadow at the time. I don't know if that was actually a friendship yet, but I know Jehovah for sure. So we started playing together, and I was like, dude, this guy makes other comedy videos about gaming, and there was no one else at the time that was doing that. We were, like, literally the only people doing that. So we found a lot of similarities that we wanted to joke around, have fun, and blah, blah, blah. And then we would, uh, D20 wouldn't get on one night, or that other quiet kid wouldn't get on, or G18 wouldn't get on. So we would add Jehovah as well when we were playing. So me and Speedy kind of hit it off, and then Jehovah kind of came along, and he continued to play with us and played and played and played and played and played. And so when we all started getting together, we were starting to create a lobby that had like at least six people. So Shadow came along uh, like a couple weeks later and started playing with us too when we needed a spot because people, I think it was like Christmas season and everybody was like going and on trips and stuff like that. So we start to play. We get a decent group together. We're adding these other content creators too at the same time. And you get some of these guys that now are like huge. So you get your like your... Uh, Dr. Disrespects would come in and play. You get some guys that are like Wings of Redemption. You get some other guys that were bigger at the time and that you like, we looked up to because they had more subscribers than we had or they were just those personalities that were really, really cool. So we got all these different content creators to come play with us and it was just a mixed match, but we always kind of stayed together. It was always me, Sidearms, G18, D20, uh, Speedy, Jehovah, and Shadow here and there. Uh, and also on my side, D20 here and there. So we all continued to play together. And then, uh, it just became a thing. I got in a, f- I got in a fight with the guy that m- was making remixes for people because he would get drunk at night and he'd basically tell everybody, I made you blah, blah, blah. I invited you to play with this guy. And so he would always keep that in his little man purse and it would bring it out when he would try to offend people. And he would never, really get mad at me i was a guy that he would never try to tilt because i was the guy that was growing really fast at the time and so i would stick up for my friends and say dude you can't treat people like that blah 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 and i would go off on him you know me i can't i can't not say something at the time um and so i would run my mouth to him and at one point he had smarted off to one of our friends and said some dumb shit and so i basically shut off said all right we're never playing with you again we all deleted him me sidearms and g18 i think we're all in the lobby we all deleted him and so we're never playing with him again so we were like this is it this is where our new group is going to start we started playing with speedy and them so much more and became this group and 
and it was kind of cool. And then after we played for a while, we started getting back into GTA 4 because we know GTA 5 was coming out. Uh, we had played COD a lot, of course. And then Joel was helping us out with a channel called BTKOTD, uh, was Best Team Kill of the Day. So people at this time on YouTube were making all these different YouTube channels where they were they had all these clips that they were putting together, phase montages and stuff, and everybody was always supposed to be good. We tried to make a channel where you accidentally killed one of your teammates by accident. Like you threw a care package, it landed on them. You played hardcore and you just did a 360 no-scope ladder shot and then it like no-scoped your friend in the, in the side of the head instead of the guy that you were trying to kill. Um, whatever. Okay, you ran each other over. Whatever. So we tried to get those clips, but we would get tired of doing commentary on all of those clips and so we would uh ask people if they wanted basically like their own little shout out so they would basically con uh commentate on the clip and then they would shout themselves out at the end of the clip so that was kind of because we couldn't pay anybody we weren't making anything on youtube at this point there was no money to be made in youtube the only money you can make on youtube is if you got partnered through machinima and then their little respawn um, channel was the easiest way for gamers to get partnered. And basically at this time, YouTube was, um, not monetizing anybody unless you were through a, like a company. So Machinima was that company and you had to get on with them to get partnered and then you could make money. So that was the RN. Um, Speedy got in with Respawn, uh, pretty quickly. He was doing, um, I think Ninja Diffuses and stuff like that. At the time, I can't remember what else he was doing at that time. We had some different series because back in the day, YouTube was a bunch of series. I got denied, I think, the first time I did it. And I was like, are you joking me? You're denying me to Lux 4? Come on, man. All my friends are in Respawn and you're denying me. Um, and then when I say friends, I was talking about the, the first group of guys that I played with. They were all um, partnered pretty much through Respawn. And so um, there was this other one called Machine of Sports, and you could get on through them if you did sports videos. So I told them I was going to do a sports video, never did a sports video, got partnered through them, and I just uh, – they uh, pretty much accumulated everybody at the same time. Like a few weeks later, if you were a sports, then you could be – you could upload on Respawn too. So I was automatically a partner and I could, I could upload on their little Respawn channel too. And I was like, oh, that's super cool. So, and you got a banner. So the banner that you got when you were on YouTube, it was super small. It was like maybe an inch high. But if you got partnered, yours was like three inches tall and you could put stuff like your name and check me out on blah, blah, blah and all that stuff. So that was the coolest thing. That's how you knew someone was partnered if they had the three inch, uh, banner at the top and not just a one inch one so it was pretty cool but um so we all got partnered and then we started making money and i remember telling Sodom i said man i don't even want to make money on youtube the only thing i want to do is give back to you guys because at the time microsoft points was a thing and i wanted to take my first check which was i think 36 dollars and i wanted to buy microsoft points for my friends and i think i spent like 20 25 of that 36 dollars on um microsoft points which was just crazy to me. Um, but long story short, that's kind of how the crew got together. We added Joel later on when we started playing GTA 4 and we were going to start GTA 5. Joel was a guy that was super funny. I thought he was going to take my spot as far as very outgoing, 
uh, a guy that was very witty. And uh, so I didn't necessarily like Joel at first. I really wanted him to play with us more to see kind of how, what kind of guy he was. And at this point, everybody was hitting us up because we were starting to grow. We were the first uh, friend group that really just took off on YouTube. Now, later on, yes, there were a lot of YouTubers that got together and became friends after they were YouTubers uh, and were very successful at it. But we were just friends first, and then we decided we wanted to do YouTube. Uh, at this point, Sidearms wasn't doing YouTube. G18 wasn't doing YouTube. D20 wasn't doing YouTube. I was doing YouTube. Speedy was doing YouTube. Jehovah was doing YouTube. And Shadow had put up a couple videos, but really didn't uh, put out a lot of stuff. So we had to convince D20, G18, Sidearms, uh, all to do YouTube to kind of bring us all, hey, we got all these clips of you guys doing stuff, why don't you go ahead and do that? So every night when we get on, we would play, and Speedy would basically take the funny moments, and that's kind of where that came from. He would take our funny moments, and we would take individual gameplays or individual things that we wanted. Whether it was like a kill cam, it was like uh, me coming up behind somebody and like, you know, stabbing them in the butt, whatever it was, defusing people, blah, blah, blah. We would ask for those clips and we could get them. But at this time, nobody had a recording device. Most people, I got my HT PVR way after I got my Dazzle. So a Dazzle was basically, you could plug it in and it was like 360p. It was so bad, and then when everybody got an PVR, you can get 720p, and that was like pog champ. This is we are live here. It's a big deal, and so um, I remember buying one of those for like Christmas or something, my Christmas money, and then uh, started to record. And so we started trading clips with each other. I would record, speedy record. I think Jehovah had one, and then if I got a clip that I saw, like my perspective of. Uh, speedy playing search and he got a diffuse i would send it to him and and so on and so forth so we would all send each other clips and it was cool and it was great um and we were growing really fast and everybody was hitting us up to play and we just didn't want to trust anybody because everybody was a leech um everybody it wasn't and we we had we had run into different people um that were great for us. So like Miss Heart Attack we ran into in a lobby. Um, Mario was a friend. And a lot of people don't... I don't really consider Mario a part of the crew. But he was just a friend that played with us a lot of times. Uh, his name was Straight Mario. And he played with us uh, when we needed uh, someone to pick up. Like G18 wasn't on or Sodoms wasn't on. We'd pick up him. Um, kind of a lot like we do crews right now. Um, she asked to play with us and we asked her to play with us on like Call of Duty and stuff like that. So I wouldn't necessarily call them a part of the crew, but I would say that like they were a friend of ours for sure. So Mario, we had Miss Heart Attack, which I would call part of the crew because we used to include her like on the daily basis, uh, into that group. You have Legion. Um, and then we had like other friends like uh, Eugene Yackle that was a friend of ours that we tried to help out. And just that he just kind of disconnected himself because once we started to, to grow, he started getting hit up a lot too as our friend. And he was started to listen to the outside people and not listen to the information that we were trying to tell him, hey, don't trust this person. Don't go down that road. Don't do this. And he kind of got like overwhelmed because people were basically taking advantage of him and so on and so forth. So it was just like, oh, okay, we can't really you know, can't protect everybody. We tried. It is what it is. It's one of those things. Uh, but a lot of people have fond memories of those people because they were in our videos. But that being said, 
there was only a few people that were actually, I would say, like crew members or whatnot. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was fun. It was great. We were all friends, and it was just good. I know a lot of us have kind of grown up, uh, and some of us have had kids and uh, jobs and just things going on. We all try to still play with each other when we can, and we try to talk to each other when we can and cannot. So it's always fun when we get a chance to be around each other. But that all being said with how things came about, things have changed a lot in the last you know 10 years that we had been a crew. We have went through so many games and uh, did uh, pretty well on some games. Some games stuck and some games did not. But having a 10-year-old channel has not really helped us in 2019. Newer channels on YouTube get more of the algorithm push than older channels do. It's kind of like your channel is old. You've had a lot of people uh, come to it and leave. So the retention rate on that is not going to be very good. It's still part of the old algorithm. So the old algorithm, um, we used to do very well off of tags. So we would tag each other's name. We would also tag the game. We would also tag funny moments, which is I've, I I don't want to say we invented funny moments, but we invented funny moments and we would put that in our tags, and when people look up funny moments, it would be all of our videos. And then start, start, some people started copying our tags, like putting funny moments in their video tags, and it started recommending them as well um, when people look for it. So tags were a big thing at one point, and then it started being clickbait, uh, which we didn't do a lot of. And then um, it was more focused on one certain game. So if you played Minecraft then you only played Minecraft, then more people would be recommended to your channel if they were looking for a Minecraft video, which makes sense. Then it would be if somebody was hopping around back and forth to 100 different games like we were. We were hopping around from GTA to Minecraft back to CSGO, whatever. I'm just making stuff up, but that's kind of how the algorithm went. And nowadays, the algorithm is super complicated, but one of the big things is if you have a new channel, it's popping. And it's like a two, three-year-old channel, but it's getting a lot of views now. They're going to push that way more than they would a 10-year-old channel that is uh, now out there. I think, and this is me, and this is me talking, and, and again, all my opinions are mine and my only. But I think my channel now has way better content than it ever has. And I will say this, a lot of the people that are watching the same game out there on YouTube, my videos are better than their videos, and they have way more likes, views, etc. And I will say my videos are a lot funnier than that. And I'm just, that's just me, and I can say that because it's me, but I'm just telling you, I think my videos are great. I think they're high quality. I think they're hilarious. I think the cuts are great. i just saying, they're great. Okay? So that being said, it is what it is. But... What that allowed me to do, since we have a 10-year-old channel, is allowed me to play around with stuff. We have been playing around with stuff for about four years now. Um, we had played uh, games like DayZ. I really fell in love with DayZ. I was tired of the COD grind. I was tired of the GTA grind. And I wanted to play games that I wanted to play and not games that everybody else wanted me to play. Did it hurt my channel? Yes. Did it help me stay on the platform longer, you bet. Because I think if I continue to play GTA every single night, if I continue to play COD 
the same way we were playing it every single night, doing the same exact thing, making the same jokes over and over and over, I was going to go crazy. I was going to end up leaving uh, the platform. That's that it's it happens to a lot of people, and that was going to happen. So I went to Day Z. I played that. I got into the Survivor stuff. I got into Survivor stuff because I watched Lyric play on Twitch. Um, Players Unknown um, version of Arma Two. They had this. He had a battle royale on there on Arma Two, and I felt whatever reason I fell in love with watching him do the battle royale stuff. And nobody was playing it. Absolutely nobody. Lyric was the first guy I ever saw do it. And was there people that were still playing that game? Yes, but he was the largest player playing that game. So he'd get on, he'd play, and he was really good. I found it very invigorating to watch just because he was the last guy left, 1v1, blah, blah, blah. He would jump in a truck, turn the engine off, going downhill. It was silent, and he would run over the last guy, and it was the best feeling ever. I remember watching his streams and like, this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to be in that survival mode, blah, blah, blah. So when I... Uh, continued to watch. He started playing Arma too, but he started doing the role play stuff where he was a cop. And I was like, oh, that's so cool that he gets to arrest people and he gets to throw them in his truck and he gets to abuse them and they say the craziest stuff. And like, that was me. I wanted to do that as well. So my GTA RP videos bring me back to the lyric days of watching him play that and just uh, me doing my own spin on it, which is amazing. So, I still love GTRP, and I really want to do that, but I also want to bring in, um, of course, Red Dead, but I don't know how that's going. I haven't checked on that a bit. I need to check on it, but I haven't. Anyways, so um, all of that stuff is kind of where I started to get off on uh, different games, and then we all started playing different games, and then we were trying to find the newest, best game to play that would kind of be something we could boost off of. So we boosted off the MW2, MW3, Black Ops 2, GTA 5, all boosted games. And then we started Decline because everybody started copying what we did on those games. And it just became a flooded market. Everybody wanted to be a YouTuber. Everybody was a copycat scheme. And it just was a flooded market. And it's a super flooded market right now. But all of that led to 2019, where it allowed me to really spend time on Twitch. And Twitch is a platform, as you know, it's a streaming platform that allows me to talk to you guys like I am now, but I get instant feedback. And with YouTube, I would get feedback, but it would be, you know, a day or two later where I would actually look at it and then I would you know, think about it, and sometimes it would just go out the window. But if on Twitch I could talk to people, get some feedback, and give it right back to them. Or if I needed to adjust or people could ask me live questions, it was like Q&As, but live. And I just kind of fell in love with it because I got to actually know the people. And there's so many people that I've learned to know. I've learned to what they do for work. I've learned, like, who their spouses are. We've had people um, get married. Uh, you know, becoming, getting a relationship with each other, become friends with each other out of my stream. And it's the coolest thing ever. It's like a community for people that have the same, like, I don't know, memories almost. Cause they, they grew up with our videos and they know me and I'm the, I'm the person that they can all relate to. And so they like me for whatever reason and they meet 
and they have a lot of similar views on a lot of similar things. When we come together on Twitch, it's just it's magical. It's awesome. So I really, really enjoy Twitch at this point. Um, it's just something. And some days I get on Rust. Some days I uh, just want to get on COD. I get on Dead by Daylight. There's so many different games that I get on, and I can just chill. And sometimes we do group streams where we're doing with our friends, and sometimes I do solo streams. But they're they're all just great. They're I don't know. I I just like seeing the people come back over and over again. And it's and I want to just shake them and say, why do you keep coming back to my stream? I don't understand why you're coming to my stream. Like, what is it about me that makes me special that you keep coming back? Um, it's awesome, though. So I got to meet a lot of people there, and it's it's just a different type of thing. Um, do I think that that is the end-all, be-all to um, me streaming is being on Twitch? No, I mean, I'm not, I'm not dumb enough to think that if some other company came after me and said, hey, would you go to this site for X amount of money? I, I might do that. I really might do that. I don't know. I, I just don't know. I would want to bring everybody with me. That's for sure. But at the same time, Twitch is my number one income. YouTube is my last place income. I make just as much off this podcast almost that I do on YouTube. It's gotten that bad. It's not necessarily the views. It's the CPMs. It's how much ad revenue that you get. It's ridiculous. It's so freaking bad. So I use YouTube as a platform to put out my content and people like my content and they come over to Twitch to tell me about my content that they like on YouTube. So it's almost like a springboard. I give them free content at YouTube. They come over and help me out on Twitch. And so all the people that do that, I just want to say, first of all, if you're listening to this podcast, thank you so much for doing that. You guys are amazing. I couldn't do it without you. I, You guys pay the bills, and I know that. And I hate asking for money because I never want to ask for money. But I know, and you know, that that means the world to me that you guys do support me. Uh, financially, and I say thank you, thank you very much uh, for that. I don't have a huge community on Twitch. I have around 100 people that come and watch me every day, but I tell you what, almost everybody in my stream is subbed because they've been gifted or they subbed themselves or they use their Twitch Prime, and that is amazing in itself, and almost everybody knows each other, and there's not people singling out each other and yelling at each other. Before in my Twitch channel, when I had thousands of people watching me at a time playing Minecraft or whatever, it was absolute chaos and cancer. Everybody was hating on each other. It was basically a huge hate group. And I know some people say the D4 fam is a hate group. It usually, it kind of was. It usually was in my chat. I'm not even gonna lie. And so we'd have this big group of people. They would all split off into pods of people and they'd all hate on each other. And now I feel like it's a huge family. I have a great group of mods. I have a great group of people that continue to come back. And it's just amazing. And so everybody is cool and chill with each other. So if you haven't checked out my Twitch channel, please come by and just say hi. And you might even get a sub from somebody. I don't know. So um, please come by if you haven't done that uh, or been around Twitch. I know a lot of people as of late have said, hey, Deluxe, I really like your YouTube. I just found out that you guys stream. I didn't know how I didn't know, but I didn't know. And this is awesome. I love the streams. So whether you're subscribing to me or one of my friends, I just want to say uh, thank you for all the support that you show us. Because I know for most of us, Twitch is our moneymaker now. YouTube is kind of 
Shit. And I could say that here because it is not YouTube. So it is what it is. It's, it's just bad. Um, but I do have some kind of hope for it. So I'm stuck in a, in just a rock and a hard place right now. So do I continue to upload on my YouTube channel? That is my brand, my baby, is everything that I've worked for and continue down that road of uploading good content and hopefully people catch on and continue and want to do that. Or, or do I say, fuck it and go and make my own channel, well, another channel, a, a channel that is brand new because it's a new channel and put that same content on there and go, hey, if it works, it works. I'm not making shit anyways. And hopefully it works. And if it works, then it takes off and everything does well. Do I start a new one because the algorithm or do I keep the old baby and hopefully it takes off again? I don't know. I've seen some channels come back from the dead, but I haven't seen one in a long time do it. I've seen some like three or four years ago that were doing bad. They came back through again and did a good job. Um, but I haven't seen any in a long time. Maybe you guys will know some channels that uh, kind of died off and then came back with a vengeance. But I don't have a lot of uh, faith in that. I'll say that. I don't have a lot of faith whatsoever with that, and I don't even know. But, um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm stuck right now. I don't know whether I should just abandon my main channel and come and go to the other channel or do kind of like Speedy does, just every once in a great while, um, put um, a video out on the Deluxe 4 or my new channel. I don't know. So, that's where I'm stuck with that right now as far as YouTube goes. But I have a little spark in me that still wants to to make that thing happen, and I will continue to try to make that thing happen. And believe this, I if there's anybody out there on YouTube that, that works harder than me, there may be a few, but I doubt it. There is I study the game as much as I can. I try to do as much as I can when it comes to making this thing work or trying new things. If you notice, my thumbnails have changed, my tags have changed, my videos have changed. I've changed almost anything and everything just to also be myself but change the things around it that kind of cosmetic make it happen just to see if I can make it happen. But we'll find out uh, here in 2020 if that pushes forward and, and gets where I need to go. But there's another spark that I want to talk about that I have really, really enjoyed. And uh, I know a lot of you don't have the app, which is TikTok. And TikTok, I will be honest, is probably 60% uh, females dancing and lip singing over the same seven songs over and over again. And then there's like that 5% that is the funny stuff that is gaming um, but I have opened up a TikTok account and I've been grinding on there, putting up clips before I put up my YouTube video, which has been cool. Um, and putting up random clips that I don't even post on YouTube, uh, as well on there just to see, you know, how they'll do and getting a great feedback. So here's how the TikTok algorithm works. And this is what I've learned. So I, at this point, I have over 3000 people that follow me on TikTok. Most of them, I would say probably 2,000 are people that were already on the platform that didn't know I had a TikTok until they ran into one of my TikToks. The other 1,000 are people that I've told, hey, go follow my TikTok because I have a TikTok on either Twitter or YouTube or whatever, Twitch. And so they've come over. The people that have found my TikToks, it's a cool thing because the algorithm actually works and TikTok is fairly new. So... 
the first five videos, if you want to join TikTok, if your first five videos are very crucial, you want to make sure that's your best five videos you can make before you publish them. Make those videos, publish them in succession, maybe one or two days in between, uh, maybe one day, the next 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 day. But the first five determine what category they basically put yours in. Low, non-existent, medium, high, uh, viral, whatever. Okay. Only people that get put in that viral section are people that are already famous, like famous singers and stuff like that. Anyways, so first five, they boost the shit out of those first five videos if you do them right. So you, you put your first one up. They're going to send it to 500 people. So every eighth video on TikTok that you scroll through, if you don't look over to the right side, you'll notice there's a difference in the quality of video. So on TikTok, you have a feed. You have a for you page and a following page. And so you just click back and forth to both. But the for you page is like the the front page of YouTube, like the recommended, right? So they give you seven videos in a row that are all like trying to go viral or viral itself already. And then the eighth video, you get some random ass video from a dude that has two two viewers and it's god awful most of the time. But every once in a while, you get a good one and... If you leave uh, feedback, like a comment, or you leave some type of like, or you watch it a couple times through, then it gets recommended to more people. So they give it give you 500 free viewers of that. So for eight for 500 people, that eighth video for them when they scroll through is going to be your ass. Okay, so if it sucks, it, that's that's it. That's all you get 500 views, and that's it. Um, and this is your first five videos, maybe three to five. I haven't figured out exactly, but it's close. So you get those 500 views. If it does well on likes, people are commenting on it and people are watching it more, t- more than one time through, like the retention rate's good. Then they'll, they'll put it out to another 500 people and then they'll put it out to a thousand people. Then they'll put it out to 5,000 people. Then, then that's how things go viral. It's like a step system. If you do well in the first 500, then do well in the next thousand, then you do well in the next, you know, 2000. It just keeps climbing that step ladder. But if you do well in the first 500, and the next 500 come up and it's like, ah, it's not very good, then they go, ah, fuck it, you stay there. <laughs> and then they get the next video that goes up. It's a, t- it's a tier system. Um, and then they start figuring out by your tags and what you put in your description, what category to kind of put you in. So if more people start watching gaming videos, you're going to get recommended to them more often because that's what people are looking for. They're looking for your, they're looking for gaming videos. And so I've noticed a lot lately, I've gotten a lot more gaming videos because I, I like or I comment or I follow people that make gaming videos. And then so boom, there goes the next one. Um, that's kind of how it works. And so for me, after the fifth video, I had my second one not go viral, but it got to like the third stage. You got like 3000 views or whatnot. And, um, then I started putting out uh, different videos, and then I got to my Uno argument, and that thing took off. It got to 250,000 views, and then uh, TikTok took it down. I guess they didn't like the language on it, and so they took it down. And I've been re-uploading it, trying to get it to go viral again because they took it down, but it hasn't. It's gotten, I think, the highest it got after that. Uh, I've uploaded like six times, and it gets like over 500 each time. Um but I think it got like 1,800 views at one point, and it kind of just stalled out there. But anyways, um, that being said, I have, uh, after my fifth video, 
a lot of, I guess I had a, a few followers. So, you know, TikTok's like, okay, this guy, we're going to start every time he uploads a video, we are definitely sending it to 500 people. So they send my video to like 500 people every single time I upload a video, whether that's my followers, whether that's uh, random people. And most of the time it's random people because I get, a, I get quite a, when I upload, I get quite a bit of new followers off of my new videos because they're usually pretty good. They're off of my YouTube content. So, um, I get those followers and it's kind of cool. It's like new people are like, oh, Deluxe, wow, I really like your stuff. And then my YouTube link is on my TikTok, which, I mean, I like to see stuff grow. Who doesn't? Like, who who doesn't like to sit there and watch things grow? Like, my TikTok is growing and then hopefully it would, you know, go on to my YouTube. And that's the other conundrum that I'm in is if my TikTok's growing and people are coming over from my TikTok to my YouTube, could it boost could TikTok boost my YouTube and could YouTube boost my TikTok? Like, it could be one of those stepladder things. It could help each other out. And so I'm kind of waiting on that and see if it helps out as well. So I'm just in a, I'm in a sticky situation right now with the whole thing. I just don't know where to go with it. I don't know where to start a new channel or just stick with it. But TikTok is super cool. And, um, and a lot of people were like, what about TikTok? Can you monetize TikTok? You can, but it's a newer app. And a lot of people are trying to do some different things with it. So with TikTok, here is how you monetize TikTok. So you can either direct them to different things that you're trying to sell, which is main how people do that, or you can get brands to hit you up because they can, uh, once they follow you, they can actually DM you or whatever, kind of like Instagram. Um, and that's kind of cool. And so you can do like brand deals on there. I haven't got one yet on there. Um, and rightfully so. I don't deserve one. I have like 3,000 people. But um, the last thing is they have stuff like Twitch. They have basically like bits. If you've ever been on Twitch before, they have a bit system. Basically, you buy these bits, and then you can give them to your crea- the creators. But the creator has to be live. And so you can be live, um, and people can give you bits. So you go live. You just sit there, and you talk to people. And it's like a feed. Uh, I'm trying to think what what app that is or what app that was. I can't remember, but there was a, there's an app kind of like it where you could leave hearts and stuff like that. Um, I don't remember, but anyways, um, it's just a live feed and you can watch, it's kind of like Facebook live basically. And people can give you bits on there, which is pretty cool. I haven't done that yet, but I do want to do one of those soon just to see how it goes. Um, and you can just sit there with a blank wall and just talk to people or whatever. And that's what I'll probably do. Um, or you can sit there and hula hoop or play basketball or whatever the crap you want to do. And people just sit there and you just basically do like a Q and A and stuff. So anyways, that's something that I do want to do, but, um, that's a way you can make money too, but I don't know how do you convert that money or I think you have to make like a hundred bucks to send it to yourself or something like that. I don't, I don't know exactly, but, um, that's what I've seen so far as far as TikTok. But it's a super cool thing. And if once people start to get on it a lot more and it starts to monetize a little bit more, I, th- I could see it being something that uh, kind of takes off and, and people really can make some decent change off of it because it's a it's the fastest growing app right now, uh, number one. And uh, my friend Sodarms just got on Instagram. And I'm like, dude, the, the, the boat has sailed on Instagram. If you don't do Instagram for Instagram, have fun. You, you, you'll probably get some followers and whatnot. It's going to be great. But if you want to grow, if you want to bust up on the scene, if you want to be nobody to somebody or somebody to somebody again, you want to go with TikTok. TikTok is the thing to do. I'm telling you. Um, 
I don't see any other app out there that's brand new that's blowing up like this that you can go from zero to hero in such a short amount of time. I know my friend Cruz, and I, and I had her on the podcast. Me and her have basically been bouncing stuff off of each other, helping each other out with it, and kind of giving each other shout-outs and stuff. And uh, we figured out like a little setup for her and how she does things and um, her posting clips playing with us or her posting clips playing with her friends or just doing silly stuff. And she is killing it. She has like 15,000 followers. And now girls, it helps out if you are a girl, number one. But she has some good stuff. It's really good quality. She does a good job of editing it. She does a good job. It's just not like your normal, oh, it's a clip or it's a it's a girl trying to shake their ass kind of thing. It's it looks good. She's got like a little circle photo of her live reaction and the gameplay below it. It's like mirrored in the background and it looks super clean, super nice. And it she does a great job with it. Um, so if you haven't checked her out, by the way, check out Cruz. If you want to follow her, share her thing is, um, go to my TikTok page and look at the people I follow. She's like the third one I follow her, second, third, fifth, I don't even know. But she's on my follow people and I don't have that many people that I follow. So anyways, yeah, I just wanted to, um, hit you up on the TikTok because it's kind of cool and I'm trying to get my friends to do it, but nobody is taking the bait. They said they would, but no one's done it. I think they're just lazy, and they're stuck in their ways a lot of times. My friends are stuck in their ways. I have to, like, pull teeth sometimes just to get them to play a different game. But I do enjoy some different games on uh, 2019. That being said, Call of Duty is back again. I ranked this Call of Duty in the top five Call of Duties of all time. I know some people have their different views on it, but I think it brings just the voice chat itself brings back so many memories and boosts it so far up the line and cross-platform alone, those two things make the game so, so much better. Could it use things like prestiging and some reworks on a couple things? Yeah, you bet. But dang, okay, they they tried on this one. They actually effing tried. Um, and they're changing. Every day they're fixing things and making things better, so... I don't have a problem with this, Scott, and I'm really loving it. The boys are loving it, and we're having a lot of fun. And I have some crazy reactions on there because I'm fucking nuts uh, when it comes to that stuff. Um, and then we have uh, things like Rust, which I fell in love with, and a lot of people are like, oh, my God, Deluxe, don't talk about Rust. It's ZZZ. That game is DayZ, a little bit more on crack. It is harder. Two, it takes you months and hours upon hours upon hours to get good at. Just because of the building aspect, the, there's so much toxic gameplay, and you know me, I love some toxic gameplay on Rust, and there's such a skill gap between players, it's great, to be honest. It's so fun. You can run into the nerdiest kid on there, or the biggest tryhard in the same setting, and it's the best ever. Um... And you can play with your friends, which if you're, if you want to play Rust, you gotta play with friends. If you don't play with friends, it's not fun. You gotta play with friends because you're working towards a goal. On Daisy, I could go solo, I could kill people, whatever. But on Rust, you're working towards a goal. Getting your base together. Nobody raids your base. Nobody's getting into your stuff. You go raid and take other people's stuff. They have vehicles, they have horses, they have things that Daisy never had. And it's just so more advanced. And they keep changing everything uh, on a daily, monthly, yearly basis to make the thing better. And it's great. 
it's a great, great game, and I really enjoy it. A lot of people don't necessarily love watching me play Rust on Twitch, but I love playing Rust on Twitch because I can sit there, I can look at the chat, I can chill, I can talk to my friend, I can do whatever, and it's great. Um, but the the best game probably to watch us play as a group uh, is that of COD or of DBD, Dead by Daylight. If you haven't checked us out playing DBD, DBD basically has like a cult following. If you're a DBD player or you or you mess with that game and you know what's going on, you probably have stayed in that community for a while. And so we are what's called survive with friends. That means you have four friends that all play survival, uh, play survivor against a killer. Okay, so killer's the one person who tries to kill you all. Survivor, four people don't. If you don't know the game, and we have to get these gins. These five gens, and then you can unlock this door to get out of the map, and then you're good. You're set free before the killer gets you. And they can hook you on this hook three times and you die, or they have this thing called a mori, and it's like a special token they can play or they can kill you after they hook you once, twice, or whatever. Okay? So, long story short, we're really good at playing Survivor, and it's really fun to be toxic against the killer because we're really good. When you take me... G18, Sidearms, and Speedy all together that are pretty good gamers in itself and get them together and communicating and it's just, it's pretty much OP. It's overpowered and we get out most of the time. We get out most of, like four of us get out probably 67% of the time and that's pretty dang good in the game. Um, and we've been high ranked, very high ranked before. Um, and we've been low ranked when we waited and see and got boosted back down because they update their rankings like once a month or whatever. Um, but anyways, if you haven't watched us play DVD, it's super fun and super toxic and super hilarious to play. Um, they've even DVDs even put G18 on their front page on their Twitter page uh, on some of the clips that he's done on that game, and it's just ridiculous. So. We basically started off with, uh, and I think I talked about this before, but we started off with DVD, went to Friday the 13th, and now we're back to DVD because Friday the 13th just shit the bed. And I know a lot of people miss us playing Friday the 13th, but they literally shit the bed. We, they haven't updated the game forever, and DVD keeps updating, adding killers, adding new things to survivors, adding new survivors. Like, they put out a Stranger Things uh, DLC. So if you like that movie, they have... Um, a couple of characters that are uh, from that as well that are in. And uh, it's just a cool game. And it's a cool, relaxing time. And But, yeah, I, I, I really enjoy playing that game, too. So those are, like, my top three games for 2019. We're probably Call of Duty, DBD, and uh, Rust. Because it's just, you know, that survival thing always hooks me in. There's no real game that I'm looking forward to in 2020. I don't know, really, what games are coming out in 2020. I can't keep up because they'll show a trailer for a game that looks interesting in 2018 it'll come out in 2023 and i forgot that they showed me that trailer in 2018 and i can't keep up so i'm just like i have no words for you right now i don't know what to tell you um because i don't remember that game and then when they do bring out the game it's totally different from what the trailer looked like or it doesn't play the same way uh, and I absolutely, and I know a lot of people love these type of games. I hate single-player games that force you to do certain things. So if I'm playing a single-player game and they're like, oh, you must go open that door to go into this room and then to talk to this person, I hate that. I want free roam. I want to be able to shoot that person if something happens that's un- unexpected. A GTA where you can 
you know, kidnap somebody or throw them in the water and a shark eats them or something. You know, like I want something crazy to happen. I don't want the everyday, oh, I'm going to come talk to you and you're going to tell me a story. Then I come talk to you and you tell me a story. And it's just, it's just a little automatic. You're, you have to do this certain thing. You're stuck in a box and there's only one way to go every single time. I hate that. So I don't like those type of games. And a lot of people do. Um, I'm a more of a free roam survivalist type of guy. Um, and scary games has kind of grown on me a little bit in uh, 2019. But, yeah, for the most part, that's kind of which way I'm going in 2020. I really do hope that uh, we catch fire again here soon. I do hope that Speedy starts to grow. I wish the best for Sidearms and G18 and D20 and Shadow and all the guys. I really do. Like, I want all of us to have a great year. I want people to accept us for who we are right now, and I want new people to be exposed to who we are and how great I think my group of friends are. I think Speedy is still one of the most creative minds on YouTube. I think Sidearms has the best giggly laugh and infectious laugh that I've ever heard on anybody, and that is real true laugh, not a fake laugh that he made up in the middle of you know 2012. Like It's a real laugh that he started to get confident and started to actually laugh with his friends instead of hiding it back or muting himself when he laughed. Uh, and then we accept him for who he is. I want GAT to to continue to break out of his shell and really show us who he is as a person. And, and D20, the, you know, he has these one-liners that he always has, but the man puts them back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back when we're sitting there face-to-face with each other. He's the funniest guy I've ever met in my entire life. And Shadow Beats is the most well-rounded person that I've been around in a long time. He resonates with so many people when it comes to things that he's been through and the way he sees life. And I, I wish that more people got to see that side of him. And I could go on and on about all the guys. Um, but I, I really do wish the best for my friends. And I hope that we have another 10 years that looks just like the last 10 years. I wouldn't trade a thing for the last 10 years. I a lot of people ask me, what if you played with this person or what if you did this deal or what if you switched to this platform or whatever? I don't take back anything. I don't have any regrets for anything that we've done. We've made our decisions and we made decisions that were right for us. Uh, is there a perfect life out there if we change a lot of things? Probably maybe, but probably not, to be honest. Um, something would have fucked up or something would have went wrong. Uh, I feel like everything's okay right now. I really do. I... I have a good life. I, I'm making great content. I love the people that are surrounding me as a friend group, and the people on Twitch are just God's gift to me and and my friends. And I, I don't know. I just, I just love who I am and and where I'm at right now. And I wish the best on everybody that I come in contact with. And I know there's been a lot of people that have struggled in 2019 and and even 2018, 2017. And um, just know that there is a there's a person out there that cares about you. There is. And you may not think that all the time, but there is. And know that people would like to hear your story. People do want to hear what you're suffering and going through. Because um, they have been through a lot of the same things you have. And there is a light at the end of the tunnel. That tunnel is not always dark. There is ups and downs. There's probably going to be more downs than there are ups. But at the end of the day... You gotta live for that next up that you're gonna have. And it may take you a while to get there, but 
there's a lot of a lot of good things in the world still. I know it's not always dark and depressing and the end of the world. There are some, you know, lights at the end of the tunnel. So just hang in there in 2020. Do me a favor and, uh, you know, kiss your loved ones. Tell them how much you love them and, and just, you know, try to be the best person you can be um, here in 2020. 2020 is going to be a great year, though. I do appreciate all you guys listening to the podcast. I know we haven't really got off to a fast start um, or the end of 2019. We didn't get off to a very good end on 2019 with the podcast. We had some things going on and some figuring out to do. But 2020, D20 and I want to make it uh, a point that we put out podcast and that you guys uh, have something to listen to on your way to work or you have something you can listen to while you're working or when you're just cleaning the house or playing video games or whatever you're doing. Um this thing is for you guys. Uh, we hardly make anything on this thing, um, but it's just as much or more than YouTube, I can tell you that. <laughs> but I do appreciate all the support, guys. If you, again, haven't checked out my TikTok or my Twitch, please come by uh, and, and at least say hi that you listen to this podcast or that you uh, want to just give TikTok a try because I promise you, half of you that try TikTok will get addicted and will never stop. It's a never-ending, uh, just, it's... You'll, you'll be sitting on the toilet watching TikToks for three hours, and you'll be like, holy crap, where's the time gone? It's that crazy, and I'm not joking. A lot of you are going to laugh at me, but you're going to get addicted, and you're going to say, Deluxe, you were right, because TikTok is freaking addicting. It's nonstop content all the time, and uh, you never know what's going to be on the next swipe. But anyways, I love you guys. I hope you guys have a great 2020, and we'll see you next time on the GFY podcast with your boy Deluxe. And uh, this is my challenge to D20. I want D20 to do a solo one too. All right, guys. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.